Selfish gain today on the Ultimate Ground Rules. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules, a podcast built specifically to encourage, empower, and strengthen the faith of coaches as they live out their God-given purpose to develop the next generation of leaders. And now, your host, Dave Pritchard. Hello and welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules. I am your host, Dave Pritchard. Thanks for joining the show today. Now, by now, most of you are in full swing with school in all parts of the country, And I hope it's going well for you, whether it's virtual or in person. Either way, you can have a positive impact. And my hope is that this show encourages you as you navigate those waters. If it does, I always appreciate a like or share for the show, or even a subscription through the podcast provider of your choice. Each of those makes the show easier to find for others so we can enlarge our reach. Today, as we continue in James, I want to briefly look at the concept of selfish gain. I believe that this is an area that can be close to home in the coaching profession, and we can look at that from two different angles. But first, I want us to look at what James has to say about it. In James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18, he writes the following, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Here, James calls the believer to meekness, humility, and a focus on others, which he parallels against jealousy and selfish ambition. What's important to note here is that James traces both jealousy and selfish ambition back to the state of one's heart. Essentially, he's saying that's the root of the problem, the condition of your heart. If we think about this from a coaching standpoint, this makes sense. How often have we seen coaches whose heart is in another location? His desire is to be somewhere else, to always be moving up the ladder, looking for that next job where the grass appears to be greener. Most certainly, that's born of a selfish desire. Notice what James says as he continues. What's the product of this heart condition? He says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. First, he says, there's going to be disorder. If you think about a coach with his focus elsewhere, That most certainly leads to disorder, and we all know that disorder doesn't lead to success when you're leading a team. Simply put, James is stating the obvious, that if your focus is somewhere else, it makes it difficult to be successful where you are. He also warns that eventually, a selfish desire can lead to every vile practice. In other words, you'll be willing to do whatever it takes in order to get whatever you're after. In some sense, a win-at-all-costs mentality. As followers of Christ who serve in a coaching role, our primary desire should be to have a positive impact on those that God has entrusted to our care. If the desires of our heart are centered around selfish gain, then this will be impossible. 
Now, this can be a real temptation for many coaches. Interest in other jobs or success, now that's not inherently a bad thing, but we must remember that we've been called to primarily serve those around us. While it can be a difficult concept to grasp, God has placed you where you are for a distinct purpose, and a failure to recognize that is a disservice both to God and to those He's placed around you. Coaching much like the Christian walk, is to be others-centered as opposed to self-centered, as we're called to love God and love others. I believe we must also view these words of James as motivation for the type of instruction and structure that we should provide our teams. As coaches, we should strive to create an others-focused culture within our programs, teaching our players to prioritize making those around them better. If we create an environment that encourages jealousy and selfish gain, then we do our players a disservice and also set our team up for failure. Now, this can be a difficult task, and quite honestly, one that we might not see results from right away. Lessons like these can take time to sink in with young people. Personally, I've struggled with players and often felt like they don't get it. They don't, they don't see the lesson. I don't see it take shape in their personal life until years later down the road. As coaches, we must play both the short game and the long game. Yes, we want to succeed on the field today, but more importantly, we must have a desire to see our players succeed off the field in the years to come. Our culture works constantly to promote selfish gain and jealousy, so it's imperative, coach, that we work to battle this in our own lives and correctly model and teach humility and love for others to our athletes. Coach, the desire to seek greener pastures or success at all costs can be tempting, but in a sense, James is calling you to be where your feet are, to recognize that God has placed them there for a reason, and to seek His purposes among those He has placed under your care. James recognizes that as being of true wisdom, full of peace, and destined to bear good fruit. Thanks again for joining us on the show today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many coaches as possible with a word of encouragement. Never forget your job is important. God loves you and he has a plan for you. Continue to build tomorrow's leaders and stand firm in the faith.